Man don't live off of a hype, huh? Real thing, eh? Hey, 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 what's going on, folks? How's everybody doing? You are now listening to the YFYI podcast. I am your host, Sonny D. Thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in each and every week where I come to you to bring you the latest news, the latest findings, the latest happenings around the beauty industry. This is the YFYI podcast. This is where you come to learn how to thrive in your first year in the beauty industry, or maybe not. Maybe it's your second, third, fourth, 20th, 30th year in the beauty industry. But this is the place you come to get re-inspired, re-motivated, re-educated on all things business of beauty, or as I like to say, on all things Bob-related. So I'm thankful that you guys are here listening. Hopefully you are a subscriber. If you're not a subscriber, make sure you go to the iTunes store and click on the little button that says subscribe. That way you'll be notified each and every week when a new episode drops. I've been a little off the grid, so I do apologize to our subscribers. We missed a few episodes We've been pretty busy and I want to get you guys kind of caught up on what's happening for those of you that are subscribers. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, of course, so you can be in the loop. So I'm happy to share with you guys as we're kind of coming in, you know, finishing up the first quarter of the new year 2017, uh, just some of the things that are happening in our world. You know, I wrote... YFY, the book last year, we released that. We've been touring all over the country, going to beauty schools all over the country. And we've had a lot of success, got a lot of great feedback from people that have read the book, people that have, you know, gotten the book either at a live event or they ordered one and have just given tons of feedback. So it's been pretty awesome, pretty well received. We are going to be on the road a lot this year as well, going to a lot of our beauty schools around the country. So we haven't been to your school and you want us to come there, reach out to me and let me know. <clears throat> Put in a little a little where your school's at, maybe one or two things, why you want us to put you at the top of the list to be there, and we'll make our way around to your school. So we've been, you know, on a tear since the beginning of the year. We've been super busy. I want to get you guys kind of caught up with what's happening. You know, the podcast is a great place for me to have an outlet and just kind of open dialogue with people. And it's not only covering things on business, things on beauty, uh, things on just staying motivated, things on growing your business, things on just business building tips, but also questions and things that I get as I travel, people wondering like, what's going on? How does this work? How does that work? Or asking me questions, I'm able to kind of build on that. And then a lot of the things that I shared in YFY, the book, I'm able to also build on that you know, when it comes to building your business. And we are all at all times business builders. So it's not one thing that you do. It's kind of like, I mean, even when you build a house, you build the house, but then you continually maintain it, maybe add an addition a couple of years in, you have repairs, you have maintenance, you have upkeep. So it's always kind of a work in progress. And that's just like your business. You know, if you've been out of school for a while and you've been out there doing it, 
you know, and you slow down and stop that, you're going to notice, you know, you're going to notice if you're not maintaining a constant builder's mentality that your business does start to suffer because of that. So I constantly am building, looking to build. And, you know, I always say it's either you're growing or you're dying. That's really the, the only two options. There's no standing still, especially when it comes to your business. And you're speaking about that. I want to get you guys kind of caught up on our uh, year so far. A lot of you follow along on social media. We have our Instagram for your first year in. It's your first year in. Go figure on Instagram. So give it a follow. But a lot of you guys also follow me on Instagram. I'm at SunnyD1.0. That's 1.0. And or you might follow our salon. And we're pretty excited because our bill, our our build out of our company is continually uh, growing. So this year, I'm happy to announce we just added a new location to our portfolio of salons. So we just opened the Salon 1.0 in Atlanta. So make sure you give that Instagram a follow. It's at the Salon 1.0 ATL. So how did that happen? Talk a little bit about that. Some other little adventures. Uh, those of you that are following, you know, you've seen on either my Instagram, maybe on my Facebook, I did release a little article just coming into the new year. And the article was titled, how I lost $300,000 in 48 hours. And now it's a pretty bold title. I just want to give you a little backstory. I'm not going to bore you with all of the details, but this is great for people that are out there in business. You know, business it's it's a contact sport. I mean, you're going to you're going to get hit sometimes and you might even get hit from the blind side. In that article, I get into the details, but basically you know, watching your six, meaning watching your back, it's a little term that we use in the military, as in six o'clock, what's behind you. If you're looking at 12, your six is behind you. So watching your back, you know, I had a, you know, a former associate friend, whatever you want to call this person. And they heard about a deal that I had going on. I was about to close on a salon. They got in touch with me, asked me if it was true. I was like, yes, it is. I'm about to close. And they kind of manipulated this, the situation a little bit to benefit them, kind of went behind my back and did some shady business and ended up talking with the person on the other side of the table that I was dealing with for over a month, actually longer even, and then flipped that person into thinking that they were a better option. And that person in the heat of the moment, you know, got distracted and ended up going with them. And so we went from... Uh, closing on a new salon, which would have been a new location here in the Tampa area, to actually losing that deal. And I've always been, you know, I'm, I look at deals because I love it. It's, you know, it is a sport. I'm constantly looking to open, to expand, to acquire new locations as we work on our mission, opening 1.0 salons all over the globe. So I'm constantly looking. So deals are coming at me. So I had two or three that I was looking at. And then this one, that I also was looking at. So this ends up falling through. The person goes 180 degrees the other direction. And afterwards, you know, I kind of reached out. I talked to both parties. And it was just a lot of, you know, loose lips, sink ships, me not making sure that I had maybe that person under a, an NDA, which is a non-disclosure. So they know that, you know, I'm not talking to anybody about the deal. They're not talking to anybody, which I did all that verbally up front because I didn't want to get involved in a deal if somebody else was already involved and was reassured. Yeah, no one else is involved. So it turns out, you know, the other party 
um, that ended up kind of snaking that deal was overhearing a conversation about it and then kind of pried their way into it and put a little wedge in the situation. So what did I learn from that? I learned, you know, you have to maybe look at that as an NDA opportunity. Like, hey, let's just sign this saying you're not going to talk to anybody else about it. I'm not going to talk to anybody else about it. When that person that had that deal and brought it to me knew that I was committing to it, maybe then, you know, putting in a letter of intent so they know I'm already committed to it. So they're not getting hoodwinked or sideswiped by anybody else at the last second and these kinds of things don't happen. And how I came up with that number is typically, you know, a salon that size after we get operational looking at the first, you know, 12 to 18 months, you know, that's the kind of revenue that that we would be producing. So I looked at, you know, all of it unraveled from between a a, thir- a Friday to a Sunday. So in within 48 hours, the deal went from being closed on my end to being gone and and that's how I came up with the the lost the $300,000 in 48 hours. So that's that's kind of the story and you know for those of you who already read the article you know tons of people thousands of people you know have read it and hundreds of people you know given feedback and just putting in their two cents and all that you know but go read the article because it is a it's a lesson in business and you know it's a little bit of a betrayal story because I did consider both of these people not only as colleagues but friends and you never know you know you never know people People get funny, especially when it comes to money and how people act. So that was a little lesson that I learned, a hard-learned lesson at the beginning of this year. But with that, you know, putting out that article, hopefully you'll be able to have some takeaways. I'd love to hear your feedback. And you can find it if you go on my news feed on my Facebook page. You can also find it if you're on Medium, which is a great place where I write and put a lot of my blog post up. If you're on Medium, you get the Medium app, or you go to Medium, just like it sounds, medium.com, you can look up that article under my profile, which is Sunny D-E-E. So that's a little bit about what's happened at the beginning of the year. But continuing on to the next one, on to the next one. So we got an opportunity to open up a salon, make an acquisition of a salon in Atlanta. So how did that come about? So I want to share a little bit of, you know, how that comes up. So there's a school owner that owns a Paul Mitchell school up there, Paul Mitchell, the school Asani, who also had opened up an academy slash salon in the next plaza with the intention of, you know, having people that are already licensed come there to get some advanced training. And then with the salon part to hire stylists, maybe they're graduates from the school, maybe they're graduates from the academy, maybe they're just other stylists looking for a place of employment. They built this huge, you know, beautiful space, which is salon and academy, and about five years ago opened up. And I've, you know, gotten to know this person just through the grapevine. And recently at the end of last year, you know, got to go do some work for them for their academy, do some business seminars. So while I was up there, you know, it was proposed to me and my business partner that, you know, the salon was kind of up for sale, if you will. So we kind of looked at it, looked at the numbers, talked about it. And over the next few weeks, you know, went kind of back and forth and made a decision. It was a great opportunity. We didn't want to pass it up. So we made a commitment to open up this new salon, take over all the operations of the salon and that's how it kind of happens. So, you know, when these things come about, I mean, you never know. You never know. It's like 
We put it out there at the beginning of the year as a company. You know, we want to open 10 salons this year. And, you know, just like that, I mean, deals start coming left and right out of nowhere. And so with this deal, you know, we're in there. We've been operational for just over a month right now. Uh, we did get to inherit a few people that were prior stylists working there. But, you know, with the adjustments and the changes, it's definitely, you know, we're finding it, it's definitely going to be a challenge for us because we have to bring everybody up to speed on the way that 1.0 does business. You know, when you look at your companies or your company, or if you don't own a company, the company that you're in, you know, what are your operating systems? You know, what are your procedures? What are your your ways of doing business? And that's something that we kind of hold near and dear to our heart. And you got to stand for something or else, guys, you know, you'll fall for anything. So when we look at a business, we have, you know, a protocol, we have a system, we have a way of doing things. And so that's been, you know, it's been a little bit of a challenge for some just adjusting to it. But we know it works. It's it's our sauce and it's what's helped us be able to take stylists that are coming even right out of school within two to three years. They're producing, you know, $100,000 in revenue behind the chair, which when you look at their portion, their take home of that, they could be taking home, you know, 50000 plus in their pocket. You know, for two to three years out of school, doesn't matter what age you are, but just getting started in your career, that's pretty real money. That's real money. And when you think about a person that spends four years in a, in a university, gets out, gets a job, if they even get a job in the career that they went to school for, a lot of times aren't even making that kind of money. And that's after four years of higher education, racking up a ton of debt, then coming out, getting the job, and then spending that first year in the job. So we've been able to do that time and time again. And it's not an age thing. It's not a sex. If you're male or female, white, black, whatever, it's nothing that has to do with that. What it has to do with is people that are coachable, that can follow a system, and that have patience. Patience is a big one because coming out of school, I mean, you think, well, I just went to school and now I became a licensed hairstylist. Am I going to make $100,000 in my first year? Probably not. And if you do, by some fluke or miracle, it's probably not something that's sustainable. So what we do, our method, you know, I talk a lot about it versus, you know, it's a microwave versus a slow cooker. Both can cook a meal, but what meal is going to have more flavor? The slow cooked meal, the one that takes a little bit longer, cooks a lot slower, but it's going to be something that's going to stick to your ribs. It's that, that, that real food, that real flavor that you cannot just get by popping something in and hitting a two-minute timer and ding, you're done. I don't think so. So that's the way that we do it, and that's what's been successful you know, for our company. So you have to think about that as you're moving forward. You know, even, even as I look at other salons and opportunities, the way that, you know, we're approaching acquisitions, we have a step-by-step, you know, what we do first, the contact, the due diligence, the interviews. Now we know we need those NDAs and those LOIs, the non-disclosure and the letter of intent that be in place so we can take it one step at a time and do it the right way. You know, because yeah, you can make a quick move and that quick move, you know, could be a quick fatal move. So when we think about slow cooking, that is the way, that is the speed. That's how you build something that's going to last. If you think about anything like a big, you know, train, a locomotive, a 747, they're huge, thousands of thousands of pounds and they slowly get going. But once they get going, once they take off, once they launch, 
They become a force to be reckoned with. Try and stop it on a dime. You cannot. And that's called momentum. That's called something in motion. I think there was a guy, a physicist, maybe it was Isaac Newton or somebody like that, that said an object in motion stays in motion until it's met by an immovable force. Well, that's what I want your careers to be like. That's what I want you know you to be like when you're building your business. Build it slow. Slow and steady wins the race. Build it slow, build it strong, build it right once, you know, or else you're going to have to build it again. And I say this to you guys each and every week because that's what I found to be true. You know, my my art these days as a as a business owner is, you know, crafting careers, you know, building a career path from start to finish, taking somebody that came out of school, maybe they're making no money or taking a stylist. I've, you know, got stylists that had been in the industry for a little bit, you know, were making no money, weren't getting the most fulfillment out of their career. Maybe money is not the only thing, you know, for you, but I'll I'll tell you what, it should be somewhere on your top 3 priorities. Because it does help make everything better. It helps you be able to defend yourself, be able to put food on your table, clothes on your back. And if you have dependents, then now you're talking about other mouths and other you know, backs to clothe and other mouths to feed. Now you're talking about a whole new thing. You know, so money should be somewhere on there. Doesn't mean, I mean, I'm not a super, you know, materialistic person. I'm not really like that at all. But building a company, you know, to size is about also freedom. You know, be, being able to create freedom so where you can start to live life on your terms. So how do you do that? You know, being able to be financially fit, it's called slow cooking. So learn about, you know, just think about that and learn about what you're doing. Learn about your industry. You know, look at, you know, we talk a lot about goal setting. Look at the next one, two, three, four, five years as the slow cooking process. The meal's not necessarily ready in in 12 months or 18 months or 24 months but as you're building your career just think about that think about the slow cooking mentality think about the flavorful meal versus the fast food approach because if you do then you'll build something that is truly going to be built to last that is truly going to give you everything that you want so I hope that your your year is getting off to you know a good start I hope things are happening for you I've got a lot of uh, things on the agenda I'll be talking to you guys more about in future episodes. And I just really thank you for tuning in. Thanks for giving me a minute to just catch up with you, see what's going on. Keep the messages coming in. Keep the questions coming in. If you have questions, you can send them to me however you want. If you want to send them to me on Snapchat, you know, I've been pretty active on there. My Snapchat is SunnyDEE1 underscore zero. You can hit me on Instagram at SunnyD1.0. That's just S-O-N-N-Y-D 1.0. Or, of course, on Facebook, either with just the D or the D-E-E. That's how you will find me. And now I'm rapping. And now that means the show is coming to a close. So I thank you guys for being here. Again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for subscribing to the podcast. Make sure you share this with friends, family, anybody that you know that could use a little checkup from the neck up that needs somebody to get in their ear to keep their head up. Hey, sharing, you know, the trials and the tribulations and and all the victories and celebrations that we have going on in the big, bad world of beauty, especially the business of beauty. So again, guys, thanks for listening to the YFY podcast. Thanks for being here. I look forward to seeing you on one of our many stops as we're touring around the country this year. 
Can't wait. Definitely, if you haven't got your book, hop on over to yourfirstyearin.com. Order yourself a copy or two or three. Send to a friend, a family member, a colleague. I'd appreciate it. And I'll sign it. I'll put it in an envelope and mail it to you myself. But I look forward to connecting with you at some point in your future, some point in your first year in the beauty industry and beyond. So thanks for tuning in, guys. And remember, this is the place where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you'll be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys real soon. Everything I said it happened. That boy light is Michael Jackson. But our verses he been blacking. Chasing women a distraction. They won't be on TV right next to me. You cannot be here right next to me. Don't you see Riri right next to me? I hate a rapper especially. They feel the same but they hide it. They just discuss it in private. Don't get alone, man, we tried it.